Welcome to the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Suwannee, Georgia. In the big rock candy mountains, the jails are made of tin, and you can walk right out again as soon as you are in. There ain't no short handle shovels, no axes, saws, or picks. I'm a going to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the Turk that invented work in the big rock candy mountains. Howdy, howdy. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Liberty Tree Podcast. This, My name's Zach. I'm with Ben and John. And uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, talking what we're going to talk about. I'm Ben, and uh, it's great to be here. And I want to welcome all of our listeners. And I guess I want to start out by um, asking you, Zach, what is the meaning behind the name the Liberty Tree? The meaning behind the Liberty Tree uh, comes from American historical lore. Way back when, before the American Revolutionary War started, uh, the colonists, they were getting a little upset. They, you know, they were haters. They were haters of the crown. You know, they didn't like what was going on. And so they started to have in, uh, uh, meetings and groups, uh, specifically one group called the Sons of Liberty uh, that had your characters like John Adams and St. Adams and and uh, uh, John Hancock, uh, Paul Revere, uh, and they, they met and they discussed, hey, you know, this whole uh, taxation with our representation thing, uh, we're, we're not down with that. And so the Liberty Tree specifically uh, came about as a result of the Stamp Act. Uh, that's one of the acts that really um, um, propelled the colonists, at least in Boston, to, uh, to rise up and start really talking about this liberty thing. You know, uh, what does it mean to have liberty? What does it mean to... Uh, be, well, honestly, at the time, a British citizen, which is at that time they saw them as that. And then as they progressed and started realizing themselves as more of American citizens, I mean, that's further down the road. But back to what the Liberty Tree itself, it was an elm tree, big old elm tree in uh, downtown Boston where they gathered and met. They would post up signs on the tree about meetings and whatnot. Or it would also be the site where they decided to tar and feather the local tax collector. Hi, everybody. I'm John. Um, Hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. And Zach, I had a question for you. What is the purpose of the podcast? The purpose of the podcast is to, well, there's the uh, Sunday school answer. There's the Sunday school answer, and there's the the real answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's, let's let's start with the Sunday school answer. The Sunday school answer is to have this podcast and to have it being used as a tool for those who are listening out there and for us, honestly, on here that, that are speaking about it and discussing it, is to help dive into the deeper understandings of the Christian faith, specifically Christ, the person and work of Him that revolves around the liberty that we have in Him. So I'm going to say you started with the Sunday school answer, but still gave the real answer at the end, because you, you gave both. So. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I think the real answer also would be, hey, we're guys. We're, 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 we're young, young guys. I think we can still classify ourselves as that. Living in, uh, 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 you know, living in uh, metro Atlanta, we probably have different interests. We probably have interests that you might have, whether it comes to sports, when it comes to likes, when it comes to there may be current events that might be weighing on us that we might want to discuss and just tease out. And I, I'm a very big believer that the liberty that we have in Christ frees us to discuss that and talk about that. And who knows? I think in the end, a lot of our discussions will 
eventually end back on Christ. That's right. And if you heard from our introduction, we are podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia. Um, Zach, why don't you tell a little bit about what Family Life Church is all about and what we do here? I think for ever since that uh, I started coming to the church, one of the big monikers was this was a place where love abounds, specifically the love that we receive from Christ and the love that He gives to us and the love that He uh, uh, provides for us at times to be able to love our neighbor. Um, we live in a world where a lot of uh, uh, situations and maybe even Christian churches where someone who needs to be loved or someone who uh, has blown it big time, the last place that they ever would think about going would be to church. That's not, we pray and we hope that's not what's going on with our church here. We want people to know that, that Family Life Church in Swanee, this is a sanctuary for sinners. This is a place where we talk about Jesus. We talk about what he has done with the emphasis and the, uh, uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for, the orbit of what we do here is revolving around Christ and not the Christian. And I think in a lot of cases today, and I'm not, not to hate on other churches, but I think let's just call, you know, call a thing is what a thing is. And there's a lot of churches out there where, you know, it is revolving around uh, the Christian. It is revolving around the do's and don'ts of, of the law. And the gospel seems to be an afterthought, and Christ might be on the front of the church uh uh, name or bulletin, but he's the last thing or if ever talked about in the church service period. So uh, Christ for the sinner, that's the main focus, and um, we, we'd love to have you. We're, we're sim- simply f- fellow beggars telling other beggars where we, f- where we found bread, and that's Jesus Christ. Yeah, we would encourage you, whoever listens to the podcast, if you would like to visit the church, you will get all the info at the end of the podcast. And also, if you do come and visit, we also give free breakfast on a Sunday morning. Well, if that's not an endorsement to come, I don't know what is. You know, free food. Um, We do have an open table here at this church. We have communion every week, and all are welcome to partake. Um, We, you know, uh, we, we would hope that those that have taken Christ in their hearts would feel welcome here, and those that have yet to do so. We hope that you could find a home here and eventually be able to open your life um, to the glory of God and, and bring Christ into your, into your heart. Um, but today on this inaugural podcast of the Liberty Tree, we'd like to play a clip from an, uh, a, a conversation that we had uh, previously that we think is, you know, really a sort of a great jumping off point for the direction that this podcast is going to go, at least this time, because who knows, we could have a different direction, you know, it could constantly be changing. But I think that this this initial one is one that you're going to like and one that um, we found interesting and we'd like to share with you. We chase rabbits and that's okay. That's okay. We'll find our way back and you will too. From where we left off last time on the Liberty uh, topic, just to kind of close it out, because I think there was a few more things that I wanted to kind of touch on like just so that we're clear on what we mean by liberty in christ just so that it's not you know free for all do what you want you know well zach well why don't you tell us a little bit let's recap a little bit just between us of what we talked about last time so that we can sort of pick up you know where we left off from what i remember we were discussing you know how the liberty tree 
how that came about. Right, yeah. how the illustration of that is tied into the cross. John? Uh, no, I never heard I've never heard of Liberty before. Of course I was never yeah. taught. That wasn't a big that wasn't a big thing in Scotland. No, we it, never it, we it, never was taught American <laughs> history. Right. Well to be honest, growing up, I'm I'm trying to fight to remember when it was strongly referenced in um in, in growing up in, in public education myself. I think it wasn't until later in life, you know, being a, a, a American history snob and nerd, uh, learning about the Liberty Tree. Well, and I think that, you know, you hear more, I guess, like the Liberty Bell, right, the Boston yeah. Tea Party, you know, I, I think some of the bigger icons. But then you sort of, as you delve into history and as you get older and as, you, as it becomes more part of your secondary education, then you you delve into it but you know i don't know that your you know your sixth grade social studies teacher has time to hit all the big points and still get to the you know what ends up sort of falling through the cracks you know right like the, like the liberty tree yeah. today we're yeah. talking about the liberty tree <laughs> yeah but actually really what the liberty what <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't you mean the liberty bell <laughs> no what really actually brought my attention to it was actually well mr walt disney at disney world Right in, the, uh, I'm showing my ignorance now. I yeah. can't remember what the actual. It's like, well, like Frontierland, and then yeah. you go there, and they've got like the Hall of Presidents, and right. they've got like you know, like the Liberty Tree Saloon or whatever it's right, called. Yeah. Or, you know. And right outside is a Liberty Tree that right. is fashioned and patterned after the Liberty Tree that was in Boston. Didn't they have like the a copy of the Liberty Bell as well down there? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Isn't it? Yeah. I think they claim like the same foundry that. Right. That built the actual Liberty. Yeah, because you can bell. go kind of, you know, have your picture taken with it and that sort of thing. Yeah, because that's up in Philadelphia, right? Right. Yeah. And plus, the British did chop down the Liberty Tree the moment they got there to kind of, you know, here's what you can do with your Liberty kind of thing. They 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 called it the Liberty Stump after they cut it down. Mm. So I mean that helps too that that it wasn't really there uh, anymore. And in Boston, I know that they 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 went from having just a little metal grate on the ground commemorating it that they now have a. A, like a plaque on top of the building where the building that was built over the spot where the Liberty Tree would have been built. It's like some, I, I don't even know what building it is. I know it's not residential or anything, but it's, so maybe that's why. Well, our, you know, our interns that do all of our research, we really got to start cracking the whip on those guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling stuff. I'm, I might be, you know, embellishing and making up stuff here. Well, what happened you know. back then? Yeah, yeah well, I'm just taking your word for it. So. <laughs> that's right. Well, see, that's the thing. When those interns start doing their job, you won't have to take your word for it. We'll have all that copy yeah. right here in front of us to know for sure what we're talking about. I guess that's another disclaimer to throw out there is, yeah. again, you know, what we're talking about here or whatever we talk about, especially when it comes into more serious matters, but you know, um, try not to be as serious as possible and keep it light and loose right. and, you yeah. know, because I think well, that's... F- every, everything expressed here is just our opinions, for right. sure. You oh, know? yeah. I mean... <laughs> this, don't, 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 don't listen to, like another someone I listened to in a podcast says, you know, don't listen to this with an open mind. Listen to this with an open Bible. Yes. You know, if, if, yeah. if we're saying something that sounds a little off to you, by all means, look it up and show us where, well, actually what this says, you know, of course, in a loving way, we request that. Right. We'll loving respond and repent or rebuke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and now that you've mentioned, you know, listen to this podcast with an open Bible. So let's, Zach, let's, let's talk a little bit more like we did before about how does the concept of the Liberty Tree translate into our daily walk with Christ, and what does it really mean to have that have that liberty? Okay. You know? uh, well, I guess, Ben, one of the things that, that comes about is, well, 
you know, there's several times in the Bible, uh, in the Old Testament, the New, that refers to the cross of Christ as the tree or a tree, which is made of wood, um, which is a little rabbit trail that I'll run down real quick. Yeah. It's very interesting that something that God created, a tree, yeah, that he, he, he laid down his life on. Like, that's another really neat concept, too. Another little rabbit trail is that Jesus' life wasn't taken from him. He, he laid it down. He says that to, to, to uh, uh, the Romans who were arresting him. Like, look, you don't, you're not taking my life from me. I'm, I'm laying it down. And it shows that he was in control the entire time and allowed what happened to him to happen. Okay, I'll chase you down that rabbit hole, Zach. But here, okay, so growing up, whenever Easter got close, my mother used to always tell me that as the dogwood tree started to bloom, that the dogwood was the tree that they used to make the cross that Jesus was crucified on, and that the dogwood used to grow big and mighty, but that after Jesus was crucified on it, it didn't want to ever be used for something like that again. So the dogwoods only grow to be this sort of ornamental size that you couldn't make a cross from that would support somebody. And that when you look at the dogwood blooms and they open up, the center of the flower actually looks a little bit like the crown of thorns. I mean, you kind of have to use your imagination. Right, yeah. But I mean, but mm-hmm. when I was six years old, I ate it, you know, hook, line, and sinker. I mean, I just thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever heard. And, you know, it's funny, uh, as uh, my wife and I were uh, driving out to see my folks uh, just this past weekend for the holiday, for the Memorial Day, uh, we saw some dogwoods in bloom or something, we, and we started talking about that. And I asked her if she'd ever heard of it, and she said, oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I've always thought about where did that – is it an old wives' tale? Is it a legend? I mean, it's certainly not in Scripture, but, you know, uh, you know. and she said that she had heard the dogwood story and also – the weeping willow. The weeping willow weeps because it, oh yeah, you know yeah. because it's yeah. so. Yeah. I don't know what kind of. Tra- I don't I, know if dogwoods or weeping willows grow in the holy. I'm never about to say it'd be very interesting <laughs> to see if dogwoods were even indigenous right. to. Uh, right, and certainly did they used to grow huge, and now they're you know they're now they're just like these little trees and like uh, these front yards <laughs> of subdivisions, you know. So, but I don't know, Ben. I mean, uh, I've heard about the weeping willow, but that's the first time I've heard about the dogwood. Yeah. You know where I've seen placards of the dogwood story at. No, and I and I may again be <laughs> embellishing. <laughs> haven't, haven't done your research at all. I'm about fifty percent sure. Right. <laughs> so, oh, oh, that that, <laughs> that much, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I've seen that. Now, now, of course, because I've said this, and well, what what? Uh, all of Georgia is going to be listening to my voice right now. And now, uh, I've actually seen the a placard of that at Stone Mountain Maybe, at the park. Yeah, and I've actually hmm. also have seen that. At Dollywood, we're off to the side next to a tree, whatever. They have a, a little a memoriam or whatever with, you know, the dogwood story or a tree and where it, it says Jesus' name, says the cross. And, it, you know, it's sad that, you know, today whenever we see like something like that in public, we're like, what? You know, they got away with that, you know, yeah. and so, it hasn't been taken <laughs> down yet. But. So attention, Liberty Tree listeners, <laughs> we are now hiring for the position of research assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to help qualify right. all this cockamamie stuff that we talk about that we don't that we don't really know the answer to. So, if you're interested, please email us. You know, at the, after the show, the Liberty Tree, Tall Tales, Yarns, and such. <laughs> Zach and Ben, do you think you think that's uh, uh, what you say about the dogwood? Do you think that's like a southern thing? I I I now that I'm probably about eighty percent sure that that's a southern thing. Yeah, 
you know, I, I guess I, I guess I can't tell you. I don't I don't know that I've ever run that by in a Yankees, so I don't know. <laughs> Your definition <laughs> or, of Yan- or, Yankee or, or folks or, or folks from you know parts west, you know, out I don't yonder, know. yeah, so I, <laughs> north I of the Mason Dixon yeah, line. I was going to say nor- north of the Mason Dixon or west of the Mississippi. I guess I don't know. Grand, but, grand, grandmama said not to talk to no Yankees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I guess that's that's a good point. But it's just something that I guess. I never really questioned it. It's just one of those things that, you know, you, you hear from your folks. And, I mean, I guess somewhere along the lines, it, it dawned on me that it was more of a, a legend or just a, a tall tale or whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, it seems like it's ingrained enough in the culture not to necessarily have a grain of truth, but it's one of those things that a lot of people sort of it, – it sort of weaves into the fabric of sort of, you know, just sort of their beliefs or just whatever they sort of, you know – how they sort of craft their their image or their picture of sort of you know how, how those things came to be but i think anything that points you to the cross of christ is legit right uh, yeah. and, and it also it's really cool it's that good. you it's like as much as we try our best this is even for the secular crowd out there we will try our best to not point to christ but somehow this is in movies this is in songs this is in i mean like back to the the big rock candy mountain thing uh, I'm pretty confident that that was not a song about liberty in Christ. Like, like you yep. said, it's a like like Ben said, it's a you know Depression era kind of folk song of a guy musing about you know being free from all of the responsibilities right. the, of this. The depression life. was terrible, right. and and it's a way to just have a a moment of escape, sort of like the same way. The Monopoly board game came to be. It was just, you know, people, there was depression. Nobody had any money. But for a little while, while you're playing this board game, you get to be a tycoon. You get to be a millionaire. You know, you get to have properties, and you get to have people pay your rent. And what a wonderful escape it must have been. You know, no wonder it was this, you know, one of the best-selling best selling board games of all time because you got to, you know, pretend for a little while that things weren't absolutely terrible, you know. And Is, isn't the new legend where – now the money that the Federal Reserve prints out is the same color coordinated as Monopoly money. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen that? <laughs> well, it's worth about the same amount. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll never go bankrupt because we print money here. That's right. Fail well, economics. <laughs> fail one hundred and one. Well, Zach, just just you know, tell us more about the Liberty and the Liberty Tree and the Liberty we have in Christ. Okay. All right, John. Uh, I, I, like, part to, back to the how I pulled Liberty from the Big Rock Candy Mountain thing. If, if you heard at the beginning of, of the episode, there was a, um, a little line of it there. And the line was, you know, in the Big Rock Candy Mountain, the jails are made of tin, and we can walk right out again as soon as we are in. But this was recently I was listening to that song. I've always liked the song, but when I heard that, it was just like, that's, that's it. Listen to it. In Christ, the liberty that we have in him, Imagine, if you will, before Christ, or before our faith in Christ, or before we realized that Christ uh, died for us, or even beyond we realized or whatever, because uh, I want to make sure that you know Christ is getting the credit and that all of this was him doing something and not me doing something, is that the, the prison cell that I was in because of my sin, righteously there, justly there, I didn't, I didn't wind up in a cell... Uh, because I was an innocent man. No, I was, I was, I was there because I was guilty. Through the person and work of Jesus Christ, it's as if he went to my cell and just made it into 10 where, and, opened, and opened the door. 
Sometimes he has to drive me by the hand and lead me out of it. Right. And sometimes I'll walk right back into the cell, but it's still made of tin and the doors still don't locked. Still, still do, do not lock. I can go and sit in it. I can be, I can be upset about it. I can pout that I'm back in the cell again. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, in the liberty of Christ, I am free. I am no longer bound by my cell. Yeah, and it's it's always you know like I, whenever I have those moments of realization, and it's funny because it's like I've discovered it over and over again through my life. I guess it's just been whenever the you know, hand of the Lord's upon me or whatever. It's it feels like it's new all over again, but it just every it, it hits me every single time when you have that moment of clarity, I guess, where you realize that and when it really sinks in because it's it's a hard concept to wrap your head around. It oh, definitely, of, it sort of goes against, you know, our, our ideas of, you know, be a good person and good things will happen to you. Be a bad person and bad things will happen to you. Th- those laws of man and this those rules of the playground that you're instilled with from the time you're little, of 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 you know, the reward of being good, good things happen, and, the, you know, the the opposite of that is bad things happen to people do bad things. But once you really talk about the freedom that comes with, once you've taken Christ into your heart, those things, you know, it's still important to be a good person, but that's not where your freedom lies. And, and, you, and Zach, you've touched on it a couple of times uh, in some, you know, sermons to the congregation that I think have really reminded me of that. For sure, and that's when I, especially when you when you talk about that, that's one of those times that I get that reaffirmation. Yeah, I agree. I think it's great, and I think it's great what, what, what. Once you realize that freedom you have in Christ, it's like your concept of life is completely changed. Life all of a sudden becomes fun. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> I don't know. It's well, just, kind yeah. of sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has the potential sometimes. for it. It has the potential see, exactly. And see, you have to be careful because by me saying life now becomes fun. Here's what I hear on the other end. My life's not fun. I must not have Christ. That's baloney. Because I'm just now equated my salvation upon my feelings and my circumstances right now. Right. right I'm not right. saved by my feelings. I'm saved by what is true. And what is true is Jesus died for me, regardless of my feelings, regardless of my emotions, regardless of my bad day. From yesterday, today, and forever, I am saved because of Christ. Well, that's all the time we have for uh, that episode. Thanks so much for hanging in there with us. Um, that We're excited. That's the first episode for the Liberty Tree Podcast, the inaugural uh, episode. Yeah. Um, ben? Yeah, well, and, and you know, we've kind of just finished that, that first part of the conversation. There's a lot more to come, but we thought that was a good stopping point here. And we hope that we've given you something to think about and something that has hopefully piqued your interest a little bit so that we can come, come back and... Uh, I guess tune in, so to speak. I guess it's not really tuning in since we're not a radio station, but you can come back for more, and uh, we'll we'll pick back up where we left off here. Yes, definitely. That's a lot of food for thought on our first episode. Just kind of give us an outline of what we're trying to do here, and uh, we would look forward to hearing from lots of you. Yeah, hope so. And uh, Zach's about to come back and tell you where you can find more about the Liberty Tree. If you ever have any questions uh, for us on the podcast here, feel free to send us an email at thelibertytreepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be happy to answer any questions you have, or if there is a topic or something that you want us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to let us know. You can find us on Facebook, the Liberty Tree Podcast. If you're on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at Liberty Tree Cast. And also, we are on the church website 
there's an icon on the website that's a picture of our logo. Just click on that. And to get to that website, it's familylifechurchswanee.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much. More to come later. One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning, down the track came a hobo hiking. And he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm headed for a land that's far away beside the crystal fountains. So come with me, we'll go. This was the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia.